two, three, four, yo, super traders, welcome to the Ask Me Anything podcast. We are back after a little break that we had during Christmas and New Year, um, so I'm currently recording this 19th of January. Uh, I did want to get one done last week, but it was a little bit tricky um, with a very, very poorly child last week, so <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> not much fun, really, at all. But, you know, we're back now, and these will be... Um, at least in the next couple of weeks, they are going to be uh, happening. I don't know. We are making a few changes for Betfair Trading Community, so the podcast is going to change a little bit. So is the Betfair Trading Community. I will keep you all informed of those changes uh, and let you know what is happening with those. Um, but there's some really, really exciting things. I'm going to try and make this podcast something to be like... Th- I want to make this like the best resource for traders out there. So I do have quite a few... Uh, ideas and things that I want to change with this podcast. But anyway, I'll keep you updated. Now, we start with a quote, but actually I've looked at the question in the James Clear uh, newsletter. I think everyone should be on the 321. And it was um, a question that was from a quote from Winston Churchill. So Winston Churchill once said, it is not enough that we do our best. Sometimes we, we must do what is required. Think about what you're working towards this year. Are you doing what is required or are you looking for a shortcut? I think this is really, really important for traders. I get so many traders coming to trading, to sports trading, and they're all looking for the shortcut. They're all trying to run before they can walk. They all want to make those five, 10 grand months. That's what they're all looking for. They want to quit their job, etc. But actually, you've got to take a step back. And are you actually doing the work that is required And when you look for that one strategy and you nail that one strategy and you put all your efforts and all your energy into getting that one strategy right, then that is where the big leap comes. And that's when you get to where you want to be. Um, And that's really interesting. That's also echoed by speaking to a lot of traders. I asked a lot of profitable traders, what would they tell their non-profitable self if they could go back and tell them? And it it was that time. Just take the time to focus on trading, really honing in your strategy and working on it. Which I think is really, really important and really pivotal. So I'm going to go through the questions now. We've got one, two, three, four, five questions. So the first one comes from George. George is a member of BTC. And what are you struggling with when it comes to trading? No burning questions at the moment, but anything you want to ask me. Are you worried about a change of government in the UK that may take a less favourable view towards the betting industry, i.e. reducing how much you could trade in a day or putting tax on winnings above a certain limit? My Firstly, my thoughts on putting a tax on um, winnings. I don't think that they could do that uh, because if they did, then they would be opening it up the other end of the argument for losses. So people would actually say, you know, I've lost five grand uh, betting or trading and then your losses would become tax deductible so you could end up in a position where people would would actually be reducing their tax bill and I don't think they would want that. When it comes to <coughs> what they would do with um, changes I, I just genuinely don't know so one of the things I, I try not to do is worry too much about the unknown. I could spend a lot of time worrying about oh you know would they would they do this would they not um, I think if they did do that, you would find very, very quickly there'd probably be a crypto exchange popping up um, that would allow you to do to do that, and it would it would move the market so much. Like a crypto trading, a crypto sports trading exchange would just everyone would then just go to that if that's what happened. You know, that would be one of those companies that just starts up and just blows up very, very quickly. Um, <coughs> and I think that would be really, really interesting. 
So I'm not actually too worried about that uh, as of yet. I think what they, you know, the plans that and the things that they are doing where they're making you um, give your information, um, I think that's going to come in um, and people are going to have to potentially then decide whether they want the betting to the, want the betting companies to know that information or not. For me, it wouldn't, it's not actually an issue. I would, I'd be quite happy to give my information to to Betfair um, because obviously under GDPR and all that kind of stuff, they would, um, they'd, they'd have to look after it all because it's your personal information. So I'm not actually too worried about that. Um, yeah. So uh, the next question comes from Aaron, who is a member. Uh, what are you struggling with when it comes to trading? Nothing major at present. Present, I ask on the forum if I am. Out of interest, how many shots and shots on target would you want to enter your over 1.5 split stake at 30 minutes? Uh, so when it came to my, I haven't actually traded my overs um, 1.5 goal split stake in a long time because uh, all of my trading is now moving to the horses and it's all automated. Um, I didn't actually worry too much about that. It was a few of the other uh, parameters that I would look at. I didn't, I didn't find anything in the data that suggested there was like a, a better or a lower amount, you know, like five shots on target or 10 shots on target. Those games that that filter found were all pretty good and it worked. I would tend to just get a feel for the match and see how it was going. And be mo- I was more interested in, um, you know, the what has to happen question for me is, well, there has to be goals. Well, for there to be goals, there needs to be shots and targets and there needs to be assist assists. So I would want to actually see that there is shots on target. If there wasn't any, I still wasn't too too worried. If it was one or two, I'd be okay with that because what I started to notice and, and note about teams is some teams take a little bit longer to get going, you know. Some teams put the low block on for 30 minutes and just think, right, we'll get through the first 30 minutes, then we will actually go at this team you know (coughs) see how they're going a lot of teams do that uh, against Liverpool for example they put the low block on Liverpool are subjected to lots and loads of shot lots of shots outside of the box some of them are going all over the place for the first 15-20 minutes and then the team actually starts to grow into the match so it can sort of skew how you view that trade and you can actually miss out on that the first sort of 20 minutes of a football match a lot of the time is teams sizing up each other uh, my experience tells me so it, it's not an actual amazing reading i find of the um of it so yeah i didn't really worry too much about the shots on target what i would say is just test it look at your data and see if there's you know just in the way that you're narrowing down the games if there is something there um so I'd, I'd say that. Right, let's move on to Jonesy, uh, who says they're not a member of BTC. They are struggling with laying horses. I've had some success when laying horses. However, this has been met with some expensive losses. There's no science behind my decision making. Simply looking at recent form is not a good enough strategy. Yes, I I think <coughs> you need to... <coughs> you need a... You, I don't think you need to be a full data scientist, but... <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> the air is making me cough. I can't. Sh- I've, I've got a cough, and I always seem to have a cough when I do these. Maybe it's the room I'm sat in, the BTC shed. Maybe that's what it is. The uh, that's what's making me cough. But um, yeah, you do need to be a little bit more scientific and a little bit more strategic with your with your selections. What I would say though is look at those. You know, winning winning um, trades and losing ones. Look at what's 
what's happening with them is there any sort of data any statistics anything you can find any any commonalities i notice anyway laying horses is a much laying anything is a if that is your set and forget laying it is a long-term view it's got to be because you are going to go through um losses um i'm reading a really good book actually called just keep buying which is about buying into uh, low-cost index funds and just keep buying keep buying keep buying keep buying literally every single month keep buying keep buying keep buying keep buying because you're going to get the wins and the losses but overall it averages out and i feel like it's the same uh with laying horses when i look back at you know when i laid horses a long time ago and actually got started in this world i did very very well very quickly um, but then you look at the overall sort of longer term and there is down months, even with the, um, I've just been talking to Adam actually about the automation project and, you know, um, I got my API, uh, from Betfair sorted. So I've loaded the account up again for Betfair and I'm able to now turn the strategies back on. And one of the ones that, you know, was doing well for me was lay the third favorite. Now, Adam said to me, oh, that hasn't actually been doing that very, that well for a couple of months while your bot was off but actually so far January it's doing really 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 well but I'm cool with that it's like a long term I'm talking like 12 months even 18 month view on that um, which is something that I'm looking for look forward to so Jonesy also says I've dabbled with odds, odds monkey um, but wanting but waiting for free bets to ultimately being gubbed isn't for me so with a paid membership can you tell me the average profit that members can expect to make I can't because we aren't a tipster we're not a tipster. What we do and what we give you is we give you everything you need to build your own strategies and research your your bets, your trades, your set and forgets in a much faster way. We aren't a tipster. We don't give tips out. We're not a tipping service. Um, despite saying that so many times, people seem to think we are. We give you the data that allows you to make better informed choices and um I've asked Adam recently just to sort of give me uh, some benefits of the, of the stats, and we can do things like you know you can filter race cards that give you all of the information on today's races, which is market overview showing how the runner price changes affect uh, each other, market efficiency showing you how formed it is, a form heat map, form and pace history, course and um, distance wins and beaten favourite. We've got the most advanced strategy builder on the market. You can save multiple versions of strategies. You can backtest using like a hundred strategy rules. Okay. Um, you can create very flexible betting rules to simulate your live trading, see what happens, like straight lap bays, uh, backs, lays, create back to lays, later backs, different price points, different exit points, all of that kind of stuff. You can restrict your bets um, and get every metric that you need. And then with the football, we've got over 800 metrics about the next five days matches. We aggregate data from thousands of matches in a matter of seconds, which allows you to research any angle and make your trading predictions. Um, so we can, you know, you'll be able to compare stats. You can look at like, you know, percentage of goals scored in the first 10 minutes. Loads of that kind of stuff. So we aren't a, tip, a tipping service. Uh, we give you the <coughs> we give you the data and the stats. And we also show you, you know, how you can build your own strategies. Because that's what we want, ultimately. We aren't the cheapest out there, okay? We aren't the cheapest out out there we are we are expensive some people consider us expensive but we're the fastest we're the most friendly and we give you a hell of a lot of value for your money um, and we are really open and honest about that um so next question comes from martin who isn't a member and you just ask uh when it comes to 
what you're struggling with when it comes to trading. What are the best sports markets for automated trading? This is always an interesting one for me. When anyone asks what the best sport or market is, any market can be the best. Any sport can be the best. Any market can be the best. It's about the edge or the angle of strategy that you build for that. For that, um, So it's really difficult for me to sit here and go, oh, you should be uh, trading this market. This is the best uh, because it isn't. Um, anyone can be the best if it fits your the way you trade, the way you want to trade, the risk profile that you have and what you the time you want to spend. You know, you need to actually get really honest with yourself about, you know, how much time you actually have to research and then keep it simple. This is the thing that I have always, always said to people. Keep your trading simple. Too many people overcomplicate their trading. And what happens is it's not simple anymore. There's a lot that can go wrong. Um, and it just doesn't need to be. You're talking. You're, this is somebody who traded lay the draw for like 16 years. Just keep it simple. It's all it needs to be. Build a strategy that's simple. Less can go wrong. And build one strategy. Get it profitable and move on. Last one comes from Neto. Are you the winger that plays for Wolves? That's got a suspect injury record but is actually a flipping phenomenal footballer that I would absolutely if they didn't have that injury record love to have at Liverpool because I think Neto is a quality player and I think the things that Jurgen Klopp would do with um, Neto would be pretty good if I am honest with you guys so uh, Neto is a member of BTC what are you struggling with when it comes to trading lose money is there anything else you want to ask me how to win and you are a member of BTC? You've not really given me much to go on there, Neto. Um, what you're struggling with when it comes to trading is lose money uh, and you want to know how to win. I cannot show you how to win. Because <coughs> if, I, if, I if I could bottle it up and show everybody how to win on trading, I'd be a billionaire. I'd be teaching people how to trade the stock market and make absolute loads and loads of money. I would... Um, then probably go and build a surfing centre parks close to my house so that I could surf every day, spend some day by the water and uh, maybe then play golf in the afternoon, something cool like that. Hit the gym um, and that'd be pretty cool. Also, interesting question for you guys, right? I emailed this out. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Not just like one-time thing, like if you knew you couldn't fail with everything in like life in general, like would you start a business? What business would it be? Think about that. Neto, my advice to you is I can't show you how to win, but what I can do is I can help you. You are a member of Betfair Trading Community, so I would highly, highly recommend you going into the community, you find the private coaching section, and you send us a message. That's when you get access to me, Martin, and Adam, and we will help you. We will go into what you are... Um, you're struggling with, we'll ask you questions and we will help you get to the bottom of it. Okay, guys, that's the end of the questions. What I would say to you now is go on over to the uh, the Twitter at Betfair Big T Big C and send us a tweet with the what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. Let's have a bit of a chat about that and um, see see what you come up with. And then I'll be back next week with another one of these podcasts.